Butterscotch Shenanigans. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 154 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast of Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam and I'm the web programmer. I'm Sam and I'm the artist. And this, <laughs> fast. and this is a show where we talk about life, business, and working in the games industry, except today. T- today we're not doing any of that. Nope. Because this is a special Butterscotch Shenanigan Jam 2018 kickoff mini-sode. Yeah. Uh, because today... That's a good slogan. Put it on a t-shirt. Today yeah. is June 8, 2018. Uh, all right. So, for starters... Wait, we're, is that the actual day today or the day the Shenanigan Jam starts? Both. Nice. Yeah. We're definitely <laughs> recording this. Totally right. In totally. The, it's a live. Uh-huh. This is a live recording. Yes. Um, also, normally we would have a warning about profanity, but since this is a jam for everybody, Ooh, we're probably not. We're just going to keep a lid on it this time. Okay. So this is going to be this very, <laughs> says looking at me very stern. <laughs> it's so going to be very keep difficult. Keep your swears in your mouth holes, keep fellas. Keep them in my pockets. All right. So today we're going to introduce uh over this episode we're going to introduce the themes for the jam we're going to talk a little bit about hey what's jamming all about what do you do why do you do it how do you do it when do you do it right now that's the answer to that last question yes um then we're going to announce uh some achievements that you can also do to kind of amp up your jam juice Mm -hmm. okay and if you're the sort of person who already has jams and you don't give a crap about anything that we're going to say then just go to the itch page because we posted all the stuff there as far as the theme the announcements all that stuff you can just go do that but otherwise, stay tuned for some good stuff. All right. So for starters, intro to jamming. Let's talk about jamming, mm-hmm. why you do it, what's the point of it, what's going on here? So the big why for us, at least, when it comes to jamming is simultaneously to stretch our skills a little bit and also just kind of uh, get charged up. So people are people are kind of like a, a little dynamo, you know, like the more stuff you put in it, the more energy you put into it, uh, the more you just actually have in the future. It's why if you work out, usually, of course, you're somewhat crippled right afterward, but then later you have more energy than you did before. A jam is sort of like a mental workout that works over two days, and then you have this long form, and in our case, usually what we call the post-jam high, which happens for about three or four days after the jam, because you're so creatively wound up that you can just keep on going. So I guess what you're saying is a jam is sort of like a pressure cooker that turns you into a brain diamond and now you're so sharp for the next three days that you can cut through anything. That is the yeah. best metaphor for jamming I've ever heard. All right. So, <laughs> so that's, that's a big reason why we do it. And then the other one is to sort of discover games because we don't know what we're going to make until we make it. Until it's already in front of us because mm-hmm. we just made it. And jams have been the primary way that we we find our game ideas. Uh, yeah, I think even, even stuff like Crashlands, the original uh, prototype for that was made in about three or four hours. Uh, and it was basically a Roomba picking up leaves. So, you know, we, we jamming is at the heart of sort of how our studio finds games and finds a lot of inspiration and things like that. Yes. And actually jams were how our studio was created to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in, I think 2011, yeah, uh, I came down to St. Louis for the St. Louis game jam and teamed up with Sam and a couple other folks, and we we banged out this kind of weird platformer that plays by itself when you manipulate time kind of a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lantern. Yeah. Called Lantern. Yeah. Um, and we were like, this is cool. And then uh, didn't think much of it. I went back home, started working on more games. We came back for the Global Game Jam in 2012, mm-hmm. and we and as a team of two, Sam and I made the original Tal Fight of the Gods. Um, and that feeling of kind of getting up in front of the crowd and showing the game just kind of, I think it changed something. Mm-hmm. 
because after that event, we kind of looked at each other and we're like, maybe, what if we just did this as a thing? Um, and so over time, we, you know, we started working together more and then we, we formed uh, Butterscotch Shenanigans. And we, so we use all those same concepts from jamming just through everything that we do. And it's been hugely influential for us. So our hope is that, you know, other people kind of discover that, um, that passion and that sort of latent talent that they have mm-hmm. for design or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into the themes of this year's Shenana Jam. So for starters, a theme. What is, is it? Is some concept that you need to integrate into your mm-hmm. game. So you can't just make whatever you want. That's the whole point. Well, well I mean, you really, you can. I mean, you can. <laughs> loosely. So the whole idea of uh, This themes, is part of the spirit of the event. If you think about your creativity like a big, you know, amorphous gas cloud, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, That's how I usually think about it. Right? It stinks. If you get in there, you'll suffocate. It's just yep. bad. It's right? dangerous place. <laughs> but if you, if you funnel it, you know. Funneling into into a stink jar, into a, a jar, yeah. yeah, that has a hole in it at the other side. Well, uh-huh. tag, yep. I guess. So, uh-huh. Basically, a thruster, and yeah. then you light it on fire at the end. Is there a blueprint for this? I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little. <laughs> the whole point turned around. The whole point is that <laughs> themes act as a constraint, which give your creativity thrust. thrust. Nice, yeah, man. So it, it so <laughs> it's right there with you. The hey, whole time. hey, you know, you. there's hydrogen everywhere. But if you put it into a rocket engine, you can go to space. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So that's what that's what themes do. But also if you put it into a, a blimp, you know, ex- you it know, explodes you and might then, kill you a get, bunch of then you get that one. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the themes. We have three themes this year. And with these themes, so we're going to talk about them briefly. And then you can choose one, two, or all three of them uh, and try to work them into your game. But somehow. not zero. Yep. You have to use at least one. You have to use at least one. All right. First theme. Void sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we want to say anything about these no, or no, just, just all go? Them. All right. Void sandwich is the first one. Second one is sticky justice. And the third one is burn it down. Mm-hmm. And these are all from, from past podcast episode titles. And we have yes. also linked all those in the uh, itch page too. So you can go listen to the one that you picked if you want for other things to pull out. Yep. Yes. Or not because you can interpret it however you want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Our usual approach to themes is we start with the theme as a design point and then we just end up s- somewhere completely different. Yep. As long as it was inspired by the it's theme. Like, I think. It's like the dirt piece that makes a pearl. I think they're called dirt yeah. pieces. <laughs> yeah, is that what sand is? Sand. <laughs> actually, single actually dirt sand piece. is made of coral skeletons that have been ground into fine powders. Mm. Uh, so what happens know. once we kill all the coral? And will there be no more sand? The beaches will slowly deteriorate. What will they turn into? Rock, oh just rocks. But then the rocks turn into dirt pieces. That's yeah. true. Which is the sand. circle of life. <laughs> all right. Let's also talk about achievements. Mm-hmm. So we've come up with a list of achievements that you can try to do. You could do none of them. You could try to do all of them, although I think some of them are mutually exclusive. Um, (laughs) So these are just kind of extra cool, ridiculous things that you can strive for while making your game. These are sort of additional thrusters that you could put on your amorphous gas jet cloud of creativity. Your gas cloud. Mm -hmm. Your gas cloud launcher, also Mm -hmm. known as a rocket. Yep. Uh, First one, blockchain. Your game can uh, make fun of blockchain. Yep. That's something that we are passionate about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Butterscotch shenanigans. Everybody is on the blockchain. Long mm-hmm. Island iced tea is on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. You can also use this as an opportunity to prove us wrong about blockchain by being the one person who does something awesome. The with one it. person in the world who has found a good use of blockchain mm-hmm. that you can't accomplish yeah. with a simple Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much right. easier just to make fun of it. It's yeah. much easier. Uh, all right. Next achievement. Three-bit color palette. 
restrict your colors down to a three-bit color palette, which is only eight colors. Mm-hmm. This is like the really, really old school one. So you have basically all the primary colors, and then you have like a darker version. Yeah, and we black. we actually did this one once in the game. Uh, I know CPR, which I think you could probably find a video of on our YouTube channel. It might be playable on um, Itch too. I think it's on Itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually found this achievement to be really fun to work with because it forces you to think about color in really weird ways. Um, it also for the artist it dramatically simplifies the whole thing. Yeah. So you don't have to. You hardly have to shade anything. Yeah. You're like, well, it can be blue, I guess. That's my option. That, so I can. It can be go. blue or black if I want a dark <laughs> color. So those are yeah. <laughs> Um, so you can make a lot more art a lot faster because you just don't have to think as much. Or if you want to go even even further. even further, we have a Game Boy achievement, which is that your game only uses 8-bit sounds, which you can uh, generate using the program BFXR. Uh, it also is in the classic four-color Game Boy palette, which is just four shades of green. Mm-hmm. And they're not even that different from each other. No, they're all just... Olive, they're just olive. They're kind of olivey. So if you were to take an olive and kind of slap it in a few different ways to bruise it, kind of differentially. That's a Game Boy. That's a Game Boy. That's yep. how the first Game Boy was made. Yeah, inspiration. Uh, also, your game would have to have a one sixty by one forty four pixel resolution. A yeah. tiny little window. Yeah, you you may want to scale the window up, sort of stretch it a bit to kind of actually <laughs> seeing that on like a on like a modern iPad on a four K monitor. Hilarious <laughs> on a four K monitor. One sixty by one forty four, I think, is smaller than a postage stamp. Probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, especially on like something like an iPad. Yeah. You probably can't even Bo- see Now, it. bonus points if you also use a Raspberry Pi to build your own sort of custom handheld gaming device mm-hmm. with your Game Boy style game on it. Stretch. Uh, that's a stretch goal. Mm-hmm. That, t- that takes, I think, like an hour. So if you got that extra wow. hour mm-hmm. at the end of the jam, mm-hmm. do that. Another achievement, just shapes using only circles, squares, diamonds, triangles, and lines mm-hmm. for your, for your Aren't game. Aren't diamonds just two triangles? Yeah, but they have slightly different properties. Diamonds are rotated squares. Rotated squares. They're also rotated squares. I think we could probably just also include uh, rectangles in here. Maybe just any any concave polygon. Any simple concave polygon. Yeah. Uh, Also, micro speed is an achievement, which is to do the jam in under 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got 72 hours to do the jam. But hey, what if you're... You know, just real busy. Or if you're a seasoned vet and you're like, I want to see what I can do in just 24. Yeah. Now, technically, you could earn this achievement three times. That's true. If you do three separate jams during the 72 hours, if you, you know, if you want to be real hardcore Mm -hmm. about it. Not recommended necessarily. But it could be fun. We also have the achievement ergonomically horrifying, where you use controls for your game that put the human body into some kind of strange or contorted position Mm -hmm. while still being... Totally playable mm-hmm. and fun. Um, so it's kind of that, you know, good times with carpal tunnel sort of vibe. <laughs> right. And that, that is a hard line to hit. Yes. Where it just becomes not fun. So think about mm-hmm. games like Co-op. Yep. Uh, or GURP. Basically anything made by Bennett Foddy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Next one is Buttersmooth Tools. Hey, make a game the way we make it with Game Maker and Inkscape. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Those, That's are, the, 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 those are the things. Thing. Mm-hmm. Next one. Mozart. Compose your own music. This is a rare skill for for us uh, game developers. So if you can do it, you will get an achievement for that too. Uh, next one, Persistent Universe. Something about your game lives online and every player can affect that thing in some way. And we have made a game like this before. It was called Narwhal Online. Mm-hmm. Had a shared pool of resources that everybody was feeding into. So it can be something as simple as that. You don't need to build an MMO, but you could. No, you, you know, could. If you wanted to. Yeah. 
but you shouldn't. I hear those are really easy to make. <laughs> they're very simple. Yeah. 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 There, there is a checkbox in Game Maker. Yeah. Uh, you just yeah. check the MMO box. And there's also one in Unity because we, we saw them use it for, uh, Goat Simulator. for Goat Simulator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you got to make sure that you don't hit the, I mean, depending on what your game is, you know, if you make a sci-fi game, you don't want to actually check the fantasy MMO checkbox because now Ooh. all of a sudden you got orcs everywhere. Yep. Yeah. It's a real problem. Mm -hmm. um, so just, it's, it's, it's difficult. Just make sure you hit the right checkbox. Precise clicks. Very all important. right. Uh, next one. One Punch Man. Your game is controllable with a single input. Mm -hmm. Of course, inspired by the anime One Punch Man. Which is fantastic. Who solves every problem with a single punch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, next one. Seal approved. Some aspect of your game is controlled by the sound of claps. Mm -hmm. In other words, <laughs> a seal could play it. A seal could play your game. <laughs> or at least some part of your game. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were kind of, we were laughing about this one as we were conceiving of what this might look like. You know, if you had a platformer where you could control it normally, but to jump you had to... Take your hands off the keyboard and clap, uh, which is, <laughs> or even like double claps to slide. Yep. You know, and again, the fun part about this is during a jam, you're not worried about commercial viability because it's no, just about fun. Yeah, nobody would be able to really play this <laughs> in the real world, but that's not no. the point. Mm -hmm. The point is to just make something ridiculous. Yep. And then the final achievement is called Tango, which is to use a team size of two, uh, which we find to be you know pretty good team good. size for jams. So all right, so those are all of the. Achievements, and we're going to have a list of all these things on the itch page. Which you, you know. can get to at shenanajam.com. Mm -hmm. Yep. If you can't spell that, just try, and you'll probably get there, I bet. Yeah. You'll, you'll end up at a bunch of random websites, but if you just keep iterating, yeah. you'll get mm -hmm. there. And that's kind of how jams work in yep. anyways. Yep. All right. Now, do we want to have a design example? Yes, we do. Okay. So, so when we make games, we try to spend as little time as possible designing the concept of the game. Because really, it's all about the execution. Mm -hmm. And any game idea can be fun or good, even if you're playing the game, a game where you're an elevator, for example. Yes. Or if you're just a goat. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a game, right? So I think the important note here is we get a lot of questions about people who are like, how do you, how do you in, in 48 hours, design and build a game that ends up fun? And the trick is starts at the, at the beginning, which is this design phase which is to uh, very rapidly, almost like you're in an improv situation, just keep on building and poking around with ideas that everybody's thrown out. And at some point, something will seize. Something will kind of coalesce in terms of the vision of, of the project. And then you just go build it. So yeah. and don't good, talk yeah, too much. And a good uh, sort of sort of way to navigate this is, is the less experience you have, the more your game should focus on action. Yes. So simple games like, uh, you know, like a platformer or top like shooter. a top-down shooter or that kind of a... Although platformers are not as simple as you think. It depends, but yeah. generally, yeah. Um, Endless Runners are great mm -hmm. for, for jams. You know, these kinds of, of games start, start with a simple framework and then you can spin out sort of from there with whatever your weird tweak is from mm -hmm. the theme. So, all right. So for starters, we have to pick a theme, pick one of the themes. So we got Void Sandwich, Sticky Justice, Burn It Down. We got him. We feel it. I mean, I like burn it down. Me too. Because that, that's kind of been where my, my mind has just been at for a long time. Mm -hmm. All right. So burn it down. Okay. For starters. I think what? merging in Sticky Justice could also be good somehow, potentially. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you are some kind of a goo. A goo yep. person. A flaming goo. Can you set, are, you a, are you a sentient ball of napalm? Because that's what that sounds like. You good. are a sentient ball of napalm. It's the John Wick and you're trying to, of and of course, yeah. it's called burn it down because you're trying to descend into hell to meet your daddy. 
which is Satan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How is that? Okay. How is that related? Because you're going down. Oh, down. You got to burn it. Damn, yeah, right. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So you got to use yours. Wait, so you're a, you're a flaming ball of na- sentient ball of napalm that also is the, one of the children of the, the children devil. Of Here's the thing. Devil. Maybe okay. you can turn, <laughs> maybe you can light yourself on and off fire. You know what I mean? How do you light yourself off of fire? I don't know. You're just like I'm done now. Maybe maybe you're sentient maybe ball of by napalm. clapping. It's like a clap lamp. Like you when you clap, then it toggles Damn. your your flaming <laughs> uh-huh. state, right? So as you navigate, you can of course stick to walls. Um, yeah, there's going to cool. be all kinds of stuff that tries to extinguish you. Do you like, so maybe instead of this being your dad, this is, you're actually going after the devil because there's some revenge plot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here, right. Yeah. We need, cause and, it's justice. And need. the devil, the devil loves fire. So you have to actually put yourself out and then glom onto the devil to actually mm, to win. You have to, okay. You, know? you have to coat the, the you have devil. To coat the devil. In, in your in your own self, <laughs> in, in non-flaming napalm. Dude, guru. there's totally a metaphor in there somewhere. I don't. I don't know I where it no is. No idea what it means. Someone will about. figure it out later. So, right, so the origin story is you are uh, sort of a, a late teenager, you know, because this is like a young adult sort of coming of age. Young adult. YA. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is like a young adult novel situation. Yep, I'm with you. So you're sort of like 17. And you're in school, and then of course the devil turns you into a flaming napalm ball, which mm-hmm. is one of those like. Under, was, understanding your changing body kinds of things that teenagers right. often go yep. through. He's like, ha ha ha! Look at you! You have all these pimples, you know. And now you're now turned. You're now you're made ball. out of tar, and you're on fire, mm-hmm. and you now mm-hmm. have to descend into hell to get to revenge. Go, yes. So your goal is to get your your teenage body back. Yeah. Although in the process, I, I assume you learn to love yourself. I think yeah. that's what it'll be. You'll you'll get you to know. the end, and you're like, I'm gonna stay as I'm a flaming ball of sentient. Maybe we'll give you the choice at the end. You know. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. You, do you did you learn to love yourself? Yeah. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. That's one of those branching story. And if the things. answer is no, you have to just play again. You start again. So mechanically, as far as because if you're going down, right? So we could kind of you want to stick stickiness is a thing. So sticking to walls, or we could have it be like a almost like an Angry bird style flinging mechanic where you just kind of like launch your body you around yourself. Yeah, you fling your body around, and then you could turn your fire on and off. Maybe he can, just, maybe he can blow really hard, and that's how that's both how he moves around and how he puts his, himself out. Mm. Can you blow on yourself? You have to use you have to use a mirror, I think. You'll, a wall, you reflect <laughs> the wind off. Yeah. All right. So you're going to be descending downward. Is this going to be like a pre-generated sort of a cave system? Oh, or I think for play replayability, we yeah we do a procedural yeah. thing. Okay. So it's, so we're going to do sort of a almost like a downwell. It'd be downwell, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like downwell. a downwell where you're a sticky napalm ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You launch yourself of- around with sort of like a flinging physicsy thing. Maybe you could stick to ceilings and like drop. Like a disgusting mucus yeah. ball. Or when you stick to the wall, you know, you'll kind of stick, but then you'll kind of slide down it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, that sounds good. And, and maybe it, you start in, so like theme-wise for the Maybe the while you're on fire, you you cease falling. So you kind of like hover for a moment or something mm. like that. Because you're riding on your own. So then, then you've got a jet engine. Right. So then you've got, then you've got a timing. If you can't even jump, all you can do is go left, right, and then set yourself on fire or not. Then you could fall off of ledges, steer in the air, and then set yourself on fire to kind of like damage things and also to stop your fall to try well, to time out movements. Or if we did, if we did uh, sort of entering you into bullet time when you were on fire mm, and then yeah. let you change your trajectory when you're on fire using the sort of slingshot to sort of mechanic. There you go. So now you got a really fun. I assume you're to, still clapping to. Yeah, we can have, yourself we'll put, <laughs> yeah, we'll put claps somewhere in this. Maybe, yeah, maybe how the claps will work is a little piece of yourself will come off in the, in the direction that you went and you have to clap to make it explode. And then when it explodes, it then launches you in the opposite direction. Like a proximity. Yeah. It'd be very hard to navigate, but we're pretty fun. It's going to be real. That's also satisfies the ergonomically horrifying. <laughs> yes, I think it criteria. does. 
Okay, okay. So, so that's I good enough. That's good enough to start. So that was like five minutes or something. Yep. Um, so this is usually what happens. You come up with some kind of a weird, vague idea uh, with a sort of a rough framework of what you're going to be doing. And then we just start prototyping from there. Yeah. So um, in this case, I would go off and start building uh, the character because it's usually the first thing to do. And then Seth and I would be discussing how big is this thing relative to the whole screen? If we're on the Game Boy, is it two pixels? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how big uh, you have. And then uh, while Seth would actually be usually programming, getting the environment set up first. So getting us out of the black void of uh, the game room and then usually working on the character to start with. So yeah. movement, because that's usually, again, this is an action game now, which is exactly sort of the thing that's easiest to make during these champs, game games. Yes. And, and just as an example, uh, Betty the Yeti, which was the game we made a couple of years ago, was supposed to be a game where you are have shotguns strapped to your feet mm. and, are as, and are using them as skis to go up a mountain. <laughs> this is true. Sam, it ended up that you Sam were- started making the guy with skis mm-hmm. and he was like, this is too hard. And so he put a Yeti in a boat. Yep. Somehow easier. Thus, <laughs> and, then, and then we were like, yeah, but why do you need to go up the mountain? And then we thought, well, it's because of global warming. The ocean is rising. Yep. That's why you're in a boat. And you have Just to escape. Because <laughs> it's, it's, now it's a social commentary about sort of like the plight of polar bears, you know, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And this is, again, not planned. Not you planned. Just, you just roll with it. Yeah. Let so, it go. you know, jamming favors people of action. Mm-hmm. Don't think too hard. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's uh, that's what we got for for this pre-jam kickoff mini-sode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the information about the jam is at shenanajam.com. So list of all the themes, list of all the achievements. We got 72 hours to make something. If you've never done it before, you should still do it. Half mm-hmm. of all people did it last year had never done it before. Yes. And they and all, every single one of them loved it. That is actually true. Every single, we got <laughs> personalized handwritten notes from every single one of them yep. just telling us how great of an experience yes. it was. I think one person was so excited, they actually sculpted a bust of themselves out of clay <laughs> with their facial expression <laughs> of, of, of just sheer glee. Because glee, yeah. they're like, I need you to see mm-hmm. how I feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they figured that a picture of themselves just well, wouldn't... That's not going to cut it. because You sufficient. need the 3D. You need that extra dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's all we got. So uh, toward the end of the jam, we're going to also have a sort of kick down event. And the details of that will be posted also at uh, the top of shenanajam.com. So thank you all for attending this jam. Uh, and if you are just listening to this episode and you haven't decided whether to do the jam, just Now's do it. Now's the time. You got 72 hours. Just abandon your life for the weekend. I'm, yeah. sure, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And just go for it. All right. So thank you all. May your jam be swift and your games playable. Woohoo! We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.